I spent a day in the driveway. I went and um, gave the Cavalier, the Blue Cavalier, a, a good going over because it's been like quite badly neglected. And it was alright just to be outside in the fresh air because I didn't go out from Tuesday till Saturday. I went out yesterday to get groceries. Have, have we started yet or is this just... Hey, hi, welcome. I'm Dougie Rankin. This is the latest episode of the Truck and Driver podcast. And I'm Chris Madison and I've just got some tea from the missus so all's good. Way. No, it was actually quite. That was actually all right today to be outside and just clean the car in the driveway, and get that done, and not go for a drive in it. Although I was like, oh, I want to go for a drive, but I can't because um, of all the, the social distancing measures and, and things. And, yeah. Uh, there seems to be a bit of it going on today where people are getting kicked out of parks, and I do have a degree of sympathy for people who live in high-rise flats in cities who can't get out very much, but you can't go and bloody lie in a park and things because if it's alright for you to do it then everybody else starts to see him do it you know yeah. it, it's harsh you know it really is harsh if you live in a town I, I get that but it doesn't make it alright to come out here and moid at us I'm staying in you know obviously when I'm out trucking I'm, I'm out trucking and I'm self-isolating in a tin box I get out at Ulsby truck, uh, truck stop twice a day to get my hands washed and get a cup of tea and that's about your lot but this you know in our valley well in Alt Peak District as a whole it's still happening. There's still herds of bloody cyclists whizzing by in like or all coughing and sweating and carrying on. And just because they're two metres apart from each other doesn't mean a damn thing when there's 25 of them come flying through village. I mean, I just don't have enough broom handles available to get them all off in one go, otherwise I'd have had them. But. <laughs> it's, yeah, there was a thing, I'd actually, I actually read it a couple of times because I thought this is a piss take. It was a Scunthorpe cycling thing yeah, that was on it. yesterday yeah. and they said we're all going to meet up and go for fish and chips and ice cream after a ride. And I actually read that and I was like, that, that's um, that's somebody like, taking the piss. And I actually had to go and cycle through like loads and loads of posts going back to like 2018. I was like, that appears to be legitimate. They were seriously going to go and do that. And then they got absolute dogs abuse off everybody <laughs> saying, yeah. why are you doing this? So they decided to go and cancel it. But it does seem to be... There's a lot of folk, folk about. I mean, I've, I've had a what a week on social media. Just well, not with anything particularly spectacular, but uh, there's a there's a lot of people like going out and about and walking and things because they don't have anything else to do. But, but which is fair enough. You should be able to get in your bike and go and cycle around yeah. where you are. But you shouldn't be going for miles and miles and with big squads of you. All that. I've heard a few lorry drivers saying there are so many cyclists on the road at the moment so. yeah well, there'll be one growth industry at minute I suppose on Amazon buying bikes wouldn't it that'll be keeping a bike factory open somewhere it might keep rally going a bit longer because there's a lot of extremely mm. fat people out in Lycra on, uh, on push irons I've noticed this last <laughs> week or two so oh. mm. I mean we get a lot up here anyway since we had at Tour de France if you remember a few years ago for some reason decided to start in Yorkshire before it went to France since then because right. they came you know they came rattling through Homeforth and they went up home Moss of it Coat the home moss or something they called it, and then they disappeared right. over to Sheffield for big finish. Since then, everybody in their weird tights seems to want to come and have a pedal around here in summer. Well, I, I, well, I've been on like Facebook has been, just been something else this week, but I'm on like the local village page, which is like got you know it's just it, it's exactly what you think it would be in. But like a lot of the people are like. 
I've never seen it so busy. There's people walking past my house all the time, and I've written is that this isn't you know this isn't good, this isn't acceptable. And but yeah, there's people cycling past my house, and I'm like, well, to be fair, these people don't have anything else to no. do. So you're going to get people that you've never seen before. I was going to go out for a walk the other day, and I thought I'd better not because of the the local walking police might go and accost me. So we haven't seen you before. I don't know. South South Yorkshire Police just over border because we're in a funny position here. We're sort of West Yorkshire, but we're only just. 500 yards shy of being in South Yorkshire and if you go that way you're in Derbyshire and if you go up there it peaks, it's an odd spot but South Yorkshire police are all over this job, you know, they're stopping people going into Sheffield in the morning on on uh, major arterials and having a having a natter and saying morning, what are we on with? Um, you know, I'm just uh, uh, mm, just nipping to Wicks no, you know, turn around, off you go Creep. they're doing a good Creep. job Creep. West Yorkshire police on the other hand, I haven't seen one not one but in Home Firth, we've got this big, big nick, which is odd, because there's nobody really in Home Firth. A big nick, as in like a big jail or somebody no, who's no. large called Nick? <laughs> well, there's one or two of them, I know. No, we've got a big uh, police station, a big 1970s groovy-looking police station, I saw. But you can't get in, and you've never been able to get in. You can go ring a, a doorbell, and somebody comes on intercom and says, yes, and you go, I'm being murdered. Ah, well, we're actually in Huddersfield. You know, can you just... Slow it down a bit and we'll be with you in 20 minutes. You can't find a cop around mm. here if you need one. You know, obviously, at various times of year, farm gates, water troughs, anything made of metal starts disappearing, quad bikes, Land Rovers, blah, blah, blah. Try to get a policeman to come out here. Not interested. Mm. Not interested. But if you so much as put your woolly hat on in town, anywhere you shouldn't be, and, and look as though you might be going to go balaclava styly. They'll have you, armed police will have you over at Bonnet within 10 minutes in Huddersfield, but we don't exist out here. Diesel thefts, mm. they're not interested, they don't come out and have a look, they just give you a crime number for insurance and tell you to whistle. So I'm not a big fan, have to be, have to be truthful, not a big fan. I like the old school bobbies we had in the 80s when we were kids, who used to catch you, grab you by skin up the back of your neck, pick you up and carry you home to your father and hand you over. Now then, Mr Madison, is this yours? Yeah, what's he done? Witter, 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 and then it passed you to your dad who'd hold you by its skin. And I haven't turned out bad for it, then I has. <laughs> I don't envy the job. No. Well, my sister said they'd stopped, they'd stopped a little Volkswagen out where she lives, and it had like four young men in it, like teenagers, out for a drive, and the police were like, What are you doing? And I went, mm. they're, they're, on, they're on with it a bit up here. They've been quite slow. I mean, I mean, going back to obviously, there's the problems with toilets for drivers and things, and that's quieting down for us this week. The reporting of things, yeah. But I don't know if that's because there's le- there's less trucks in the road, probably. Like yeah. a lot of stuff's probably shut down. Um, yeah, and that's probably got something to do with it. I was getting quite. We'd asked for instances of stuff to be reported and things, and I was getting tagged in stuff on Facebook, and I kind of found that. I was like, look, if you want to report it to Truck and Driver directly or report it into the RHA, feel free to mm. do it. But I'm not going on to Facebook pages because then I'm asking people, I'm like, well, what happened here? Yeah. And in some cases, I just want to go in and have a whine about it or they don't, you know, they don't yeah. want to report it. So I was like, well, I'm not chasing people up and interrogating them for information for things. Mm. So Facebook, I could do it. I could happily, like, not go on Facebook for a week if I didn't need it for, I didn't need it so much for working working things you know um it's been you know what the thing has you know what the thing has caused more anger among drivers and controversy than anything else during this coronavirus outbreak coffee, coffee. yeah 
BP petrol stations um, not offering uh, free coffee. That is the thing that I have been messaged mm. about and tagged in more than anything else. The rage is palpable. Yeah. I'm not interested. Because what happened... Well, the BP originally said, you, you know, we're going to give coffee to the NHS and emergency mm. service and things. And by doing that, they weren't really going to be handing out very much coffee. Yeah. Uh, you know, f- fire engines don't tend to pop into the motorway services. But then they did do a promotion from a Thursday to a Sunday where everyone, everywhere, HGV drivers got a coffee. And now it's down to the individual site whether you got a coffee or mm. not. And somebody... Uh, wrote a Facebook post which then got screenshotted and it's a factually incorrect week old screenshot of a Facebook page that's been doing the rounds which has got uh, the wrong information on it and if I see that again I'll scream yeah <laughs> but BP are just I mean it's it's a free coffee and if you get one it's a bonus and if you don't yeah. you don't I think- but I've heard the people going in and abusing cashiers and things and it's not the cashier it's down to the individual site think- so it's the manager who's not there who said you can't have the one. The problem is, so you've, oh. I think, is some of these places won't let you buy one. You know, you just and that's the thing. You simply yeah. can't have one. But if you've got a, you know, like you say, if you've got an ambulance, mm. you can have a free one. But if you're a truck driver, you've been up fourteen hours, you can't buy one. It's like no, you're not having one. Uh, that's the issue. It is. They've just they've they've antagonised people. Um, with it, so mm. one person goes in and posts, it, "I got one out of here." Then they go to another place, and then you can't. Oh. Mm. And it's just, uh, it's the thing that's wound people up more than um, more than anything else. And I'm like, no, I'm like, oh, just yeah. Uh, I don't uh, buy. A, I don't want a free coffee. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be beholden to anybody. I don't at all. I want to be able to get in, exchange small talk. You know, because it's a Yorkshire thing. Everybody mm. in Yorkshire talks about weather. Just now then, no, it's not a bad day, is it? Then I was, ah, bosh, £3.20. See you later, then keep mm-hmm. smiling. Gone. Um, I, I just want to be able to go in and buy a damn coffee. In, you know, if I'm mm-hmm. going to rock in there and stick 500 litres of fuel in it, I expect to be able to go in there and be able to spend £3 on an overpriced coster if that's what we need. Going back to Facebook like this week, like the tinfoil hat brigade were mm-hmm. out with their 5G conspiracy, which basically says that 5G has been spreading coronavirus. And a lot of people, which I previously had some sort of like, uh, who I thought weren't imbeciles, (laughs) were on Facebook, sharing all this stuff going, you know, makes you think, you know. And I'm like, no, 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 it doesn't. We haven't even got bloody 5G, um, have we? Anyway, that's what all the bother with... No, I haven't got it. They've been putting some masks up and somebody somewhere saying that if you read some of this stuff, it's quite staggering, Mm. really. They think that this is like... The coronavirus has been done so they can put these masks out and everything and and they're going to use it for thought control. and and I think a lot of people have been sitting at home for the past couple of weeks with nothing to do. Mm. And they might have, like... These people would maybe normally have gone out yeah. and maybe had like smoked a joint at night now and get the car <laughs> down and they've been sitting they've been sitting in the house yeah. non stop for a fortnight smoking extremely strong cannabis yeah. or they've been in a bit or they've got a hold of their grandmother's tramadol. Oh, granny's been, trammy. Yeah. Marvellous. Granny's trammies and they've been in about it and this is what they're they're coming up with these mm. wild theories and people are like hundreds of shares on it and I'm like, yeah. you're all completely insane. That's all you know. Ten days ago, it's the Russians. It's definitely the Russians. Them had a single case in Russia, and then twenty minutes later, news comes on, and you know Putin sent everybody home on full pay for a fortnight, and he's put this on lockdown and that on lockdown, thinking, right, lads, back to drawing board. That it must be the aliens. 
Let's have a go now. It'll be aliens that have done it. It's an alien virus, is this? I think we should just stick to facts, really. I mean, there was some fairly eminent virologist whose name I didn't write down because I was probably driving at the time, and he says he's looked at this virus and he's looked at it and how it how it multiplies and how it how it divides and all the rest of it. And he says there's no way this can be synthetic. He says there's no way this is man-made. And, you know. And he knows what he's talking about. It's not some bloke called Bert, you know, sitting in pub spouting. This guy knows what mm-hmm. he's on about. And he says, this is not man-made. So get a grip. Just bang it on the head with All this right. conspiracy nonsense. Let's get on with it. Let's get it run through. Let's do the best I we can. Just don't, uh, on Facebook, you can see, you know how you can like do certain things or post and you can give it a red background in big like yeah. bright letters instead of like a normal status. That's usually a good signifier for something that you know somebody yeah. who's had their, their daily thought has popped into their head mm. and then they put at the bottom of it it's like let's make this viral <laughs> or copy and share it's like truckers should eat for free and people are like sharing it and i'm like why should truck drivers eat for free surely like the poor and the elderly yeah. and the homeless should eat for free you'd think they'd be first wouldn't <laughs> you to be honest and then there was another one is uh, uh, the next step should be free rent, free electric, and free gas for everyone. When this is going on, it's like it has been mm. busy. Too much. A woman was complaining on the face, the truck and driver page, say, um, saying, "When people message, you don't respond to anybody who messages you." And I think you'll find that I respond to a lot of emails, a lot of messages, because I get messages across like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, emails, personal accounts, and truck and driver. It's hard to keep track. And she'd sit, she was like complaining on the page. So I was like, oh, what the hell is it? I was hoping I've no missed something. So I went back, I went back through raking through the messages and I found it eventually. And she'd messaged me on the truck and driver page to tell me that she'd emailed Boris Johnson. <laughs> and that was it. She said, yeah, that. And I was like, right. So I was like, that's why I hadn't replied to it because I'm like, well, what do you want me to tell you? I'm like, he's all writing to your own individual MP. I would imagine Boris Johnson's probably got. Um, more things to be dealing with than, than mm. uh, Sandra sending him an email about the problems that, that her husband can't get a wash. Yeah. Bless him. Poor old Boris. But I, I'd, I'd, uh, it was quite hard for driver. Bob Beach has been phoning me and giving me updates of what he's been doing and all that. Yeah. He said he had like one hot meal this week. And I'm telling you, people, 50 quid, 24 volt electric oven. Best thing you'll ever buy, especially in this environment. It's the future. But also the past. It is the future. <laughs> And it's better. They work better if the engine's running. So you're, you know, they they work especially well when you're driving down the M6 and you can just cook yourself a nice steak and gravy pie. But apparently that's really, really illegal. So don't do it. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> don't set the dash. Don't set it on top of your dash like some uh, Polish guy did. It's um, <clears throat> it takes you back, doesn't it? Your old twenty-four volt oven and you know, nattering on CB. It does. Man. Mm-hmm. It does. Going, but I mean, that, I have, going through Birmingham on Channel 19 with that lunatic that used to have echo chamber on in early 90s. Every time you went through from like Junction 10 down to Junction 6, you couldn't hear anybody in Birmingham with this bloke going. That's what oh, we need. That's what we need oh, to. That's what we need to bring back. CB. That's what we need to bring back. Sort of a campaign to bring back CBs because if loads of people had them in the truck, um, then it would be extreme. It would be helpful, but of course it's. It's, a, it's an unusual thing. Now, it's mainly only tapered boys that have got them, yeah. Mike. Have you got yeah, one? Yeah, of course I have. Old lads at dock on uh, on Coke running from Immingham into Steelworks. Are, you know, they're all on all day and nattering away. But you see, CB used to be brilliant because wherever you went, Nottingham, anywhere like that, London, used to have these people that used to lurk about on a channel and used to go on and shout, are you there, Control? And they used to call themselves Nottingham Control. 
and you go, are you there, control this? Oh, boy, come on, Dennis, or something. And you go, now then, driver, what can I do for you? And because you didn't have an A to Z for everywhere, you'd say, you don't happen to know so-and-so on uh, Laburnum Road, do you? And he'd go, hang on, lad. And he'd come back and he'd go, I do, I've got it here. Where are you now? What can you see? And you'd tell him you were on on uh, Bite Hospital or something in Nottingham. And he'd, he'd tell you, he'd stay with you. And he'd, right, at this next roundabout, you want to be over to right and you want to be third. And it was brilliant. It worked excellent. That is. Places I've got that's, that's, taken in to buy these old lads were unbelievable. That's needed more than ever, mm. especially when you've got guys parked up and can't go out now. You need somebody with like a home set, like a proper rig set up that Aye. can get people in America. You know, I remember, I remember back, I had, a, I had a CB in my, my Vauxhall Nova when I was 17. With like a little magnetic aerial on the roof that, that fell off when I was trying to max it out. I think it was like a VMAX of like 95 miles an hour mm. down the Livingston Bypass and my aerial fell off. But you used to, my mate, one of my mates actually, he met girls in the CB. Because that would be you. Oh, aye. Um, it was like dating, aye. You know, mm. bit of action. Aye. They, they, weren't, they weren't attractive girls, but they were girls nevertheless. Some <laughs> belters on CB. Absolute belters. One of them were eight years worth in end. It, uh, <laughs> it was five years of bliss and three years of torment. That, but uh, when I escaped her clutches, yeah, I went, it needs to it needs to come back. That'd be that'd be just the thing you're driving about at the moment. You're like, I'm in the, this area. Where, where's open where I can get mm. something to eat or a brew or something? Like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, the supermarkets are pretty much back to normal in terms of queues and things. There was some, but you should be able to like, um, hopefully, like next week, whoever's out about driving and things, it'll be a little bit. It might be a little bit easier because the places that are staying open are now going to stay open, and the places that have shut are shut. So it should become yeah sort of more straightforward in terms of truck stops and stuff. I heard that Locker Bay is pretty much shut, and it's just got. A portable sort I've of heard, shower toilet. Yeah, I've heard about that. I couldn't quite believe what I were hearing, to be honest. Um, yeah. Echo Feckin's very much yeah. open, so is Les he's, he's managed to the get permission thing, for seating again, hasn't he? Somebody sent me an email saying that Stobart's truck stops are fully open. Mm. Um, they, they, drink ditch water yeah, for that Stobart, The Stobart's in Carlisle and the Les Mahego truck stop, the good thing about them is they're, they're adjacent to supermarkets as I, well. I um, can slither across to Tesco's, can't you, to Les Mahego? Yeah, yeah, Lockerbie. It, um, I was going to go up there on Thursday night, so I was, I was coming up your way. I got Cumbernauld again on Thursday afternoon. Mm. We got back to dock at one o'clock for a Cumbernauld and then promptly sat there for nearly five hours because Cum- yeah. Cumbernauld have um, run away screaming, fearful of receiving. So we have a trailer full of minerals to go up there that couldn't. So mm. our lot were trying to find somewhere that would take it, you know, a warehouse or something mm-hmm. similar but it didn't happen so I lost a full day on Friday and half a, well half a day Thursday and a full day Friday so um, we we're going to head up to uh, Lockerbie Thursday night but I did just have a Google and a, and a look around and see what the state of play were at Lockerbie and I found some fairly disturbing news flashes about Lockerbie and how they've closed and what they've done with staff and the rest of it it sounds marvellous I hope they can get those staff back when they want to your feckin' diner, that did sound like a different ball game altogether. He's managed to get seating. Oh, it's got seating in it. I spaced yeah. them out so you can go in and sit if you want to have something to, something to eat, which mm. may well be like quite appealing to quite a few drivers and that. And it's um, if you not want to be stuck in stuck strictly in the cab all day, so. Uh. Mm. 
how's things anyway? You're you're still rolling. Um, I am for now. Half an hour, half an hour in. How's how's the lorry driving? You know, <laughs> oh, tricky. Right. It was all right up to Thursday. Then it all went Pete Tong with that at Cumbernauld brackets Livingston reload for Friday. That had made a good week, but it made it into a terrible week. It were a disaster last week. We're losing that. So, um, and we had the email of dread round last week as well about tumbling volumes and um, people that have three, four, five motors on uh, on for us have been dropped down to ones and twos and fortunately most of us that have got one on have been kept on but we have been warned that there are going to be, you know, there, there are going to be days when we're standing and we're not on any sort of day rate for standing days so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. The problem is I need to do so much in a week to make it viable to go out otherwise mm-hmm. I'd be better off parking it up, cancelling insurance, cancelling everything else that's going out and standing order and just sitting on my thumb till June. It's a fine line between going out for exercise and, and actually going out and, and paying bills. Um, we'll just have to see. All we can do is play it by ear. And if the keeper's going so it's still viable, even half viable, I'll go. But mm-hmm. if, we, you know, if it gets to the point where I'm actually spending money for the bloody privilege of having it and owning it, then it's going to have to park up. Not Bonnie with right. the overdraft Both. we run with, but all it's going to do no. is, is get bigger and bigger well, I guess and bigger. The bank, I heard that the, the banks were supposed to be... The banks have been told by the government to go and uh, authorise business loans because like, loads of people have put in for loans and they've rejected yeah. them all. Like People weren't getting what they needed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, we're, into, we're at the start of April now and the lockdown was going for three weeks in Scotland. It was until Easter, which is next weekend... And then they're going to see what the score is and sort of extend it. And there was like, the death rate keeps going up. I saw, I keep referring to Facebook, but I saw somebody there saying, since we've been staying in, the death rates have been going up. So what is the point of it? And I'm like, what do you even do with that? You know, so I guess they're only going to try, they're going to keep extending it a couple of weeks at a time. Because even if they know hmm. that it's going to have to run on until June, they're not going to tell everybody because like the, the, the bewildered and hard of thinking are going to go batshit. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know what to say to people because they are some people really shouldn't be out without carers because they're all shouting and bawling about this and you know 700 people died yesterday it's obviously not working well news flash if we'd all been buggering about and sitting in rose and crown on a friday night and going to gigs and rest of it i dare say by now we'd be you know we'd be putting 2000 a day away so yeah mm. it is working it's got to be made to work but it will take time for this to stop you have to break a chain you build a chain with links, mm-hmm. and if you take some links out of chain, chain's knackered, and that's how it is. It was same with foot and mouth, but obviously, you know, the methods of dealing with foot and mouth were different. But mm-hmm. you have to break that chain, and it is a pain, and it is odd, and it is hard every day telling your children why they can't go out and, you know, trying to jolly everybody along. But it it's going to be steep, and it's going to be sharp, but we will get there. I mean, when they... Close the schools down here. Obviously, my wife's a teacher, as you probably remember. She was told to expect to be back in school by June. Well, that has now become September. So I'm not, I'm not, on, I'm not saying we're going to be on full lockdown until September, but definitely schools aren't going to be going back until September down here. So she has got to be in school no. several several days a week to look after no. key workers' kids. But you know, it's a it's a hard system because my youngest has to go to a childminder who probably don't want him there. My next eldest has to go with Kate to school. 
then Holly has to go to high school to be looked after as a key worker's kid, and, and obviously Lucy's finished. You know, they called uh, they called time on her school career and said, that's it, you're done. I don't know myself. <laughs> I'm home. My sister's wedding in Convoy in the parks the 22nd and 23rd of August, yeah. and I'm hoping that travel restrictions are lifted mm. for that, because that's going to be... a that's going to be a nightmare if that's not sorted out by then. I mean, I, they, were, they were talking about like opening things up and then going back to lockdown things again and just trying. Double page advert um, in Commercial Motor this week. Isn't they pushing convoy? Oh, I Commercial Motor got, this morning um, and uh, there it is. Uh, it could be, it's got the potential to be absolutely massive. I'm still, I still wonder what everyone's going to be like. Further on, down, further on down the line in the summer. Hmm. Well, Assen's still on at the minute. A few emails the other day about uh, the card holders. When's Assen? Uh, 23rd, 4th, July-ish, thereabouts. They have said all they're doing at the minute is they're um, not releasing the names and entries for the people that go around the track. You know, the Dutch lads that go right around the track. Mm-hmm. They're not announcing who's, who's got places until, I think, fourth week in April. So they're still going ahead with that, but it uh, it doesn't seem to be the same kind of a system in in Holland at the minute. It, it's not it's not locked down like mm. over here, but they're still pushing ahead. No, uh, no, some countries aren't. Denmark's not locked down as hard. They shut their borders a couple of weeks before us. Yeah. The schools are shutting everything, but I think they've generally been more responsible with it. Yeah, than sort of what's been going on in the UK a, a, a bit. Yeah. FTC. I have to say, like, I'm hoping that it's going to... The concern for magazines, well, print media um, is in a difficult position. People aren't buying any sort of print media. I, w- I wouldn't imagine the truck and driver sales for the current issue is going to be all that great. Um, I'm kind of hoping that we can... that we're going to be able to get some stock of the issue to sell it retrospectively, because there's going to be people who want it. Um, and we're trying to work out some subscription deals as well. Yeah. To make it more attractive to subscribe to it, so you get it every month, which would be really, uh, which would be really helpful. But the next issue, I have to say, because I thought, well, I could put less content in it, I could try and spread it out. But I do have a reasonable amount of stuff in stock. So this issue, I think the next one that's coming out is going to be really good. I had to go and drop a couple of features out it because I couldn't get them in. Yeah, I couldn't get them photographed. Uh, but the stuff I've put in to replace it's good, and there's some really nice stuff in it. Peter Gammy's Foden's in it. The, the red one, uh, four by two painted with Roadhouse. Mm. I wrote that up yesterday, which was Saturday, because um, normally I would be rushing on a Friday to get something finished off, but I just thought, oh, I'll just do it on Saturday afternoon, because there's not much difference between a Friday and a Saturday, or a Monday or a Tuesday for me at the moment. Um, although I am still, I am very fortunate that I can do this job from home. So the concern is that if it goes on for ages and we can't get any material photographed, <laughs> so... I'll be raking through the uh, archives. Yeah. I need some more pictures of your, your truck out and about and doing things as well for stock. Well, I won't be doing anything interesting for foreseeable, I don't suppose. It doesn't matter. I just, want yeah. pictures of the, I just want pictures of the truck. I need to put different pictures. I boosted the podcast. I spent 25 quid to boost the podcast on Facebook and the advertising so people would see it. Because for some reason, with the podcast posts, hardly any people would see yeah. them. And I don't know if it's cause Facebook doesn't like that or something. If you put a post on about Eddie Stobart doing something bad, it will get like 500 shares. Um, but you put a post on about the podcast and like 700 people see it and the page has got 31,000 likes now. Yeah. Um, so I paid to boost it and more people have uh, seen it. So I get a rain, you know, rainstorm of... Uh messages usually within an hour of it coming out 
Oh, that's people must people must have notifications set up yeah. for it. Um, you can get it in a few different places. I'll have to go. Yeah, we can check an audio boom how many people have listened to it. But it goes on out onto Spotify and onto Apple Podcasts as well. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can get a sponsor on this soon, and then we can go and talk about a particular product. And I'll be like, Chris, have you heard about this exciting new cleaning product? I have. Yes, I've just. <laughs> yes, and we can go discuss it. We can go and discuss it back and forth. There's an automated system that sends out email. I got a puzzle complaint as well. It wasn't a complaint as such, but if you don't renew your subscription, you get an automatic email which has got my name on it, uh, saying, you know, oh, I'm really sorry you're not subscribing any anymore. And I got one saying, you know, uh, sorry it was for our son, but um, he's like moved out now, and um, yeah, we we really just we missed the puzzles really badly, and I was like. Oh. Sorry, spent the puzzle money on this podcast. It's never going to go away, is it? Spending four quid on truck and driver just to get the word search is not an efficient way of getting word searches. You can buy an entire large book of them for like a pound. I'll do you a word so search. So next week if you want. you're back out. Uh, next week you're back out driving, I feel, and I am back sitting at my desk doing truck and driver stuff. I'm glad, in a way, that the toilet stuff has settled down, but I'm also sad in a way because I don't think enough has been done. I don't think the authorities have done enough on yeah. it to go and um, pressure pe- pressure companies into doing the right thing because the, the, finally the Scottish minister wrote a letter this week saying I'm quite shocked about this and I'm like well it's taken you long enough. Yeah. Public Health England did the letter two weeks before. Yeah. Uh, so well, I, we'll just have, just have to see with that. I do still want reports from people about specific instances of stuff but I want the you know and then I can go and report it, and I can go and ask the companies questions as well. And sometimes they don't like being asked; they don't particularly like being asked questions about stuff. So it is worth doing if you can report them and things as well. So yeah, it is pretty terrible out there. I mean, because I'm I'm on the same circuits day after day usually. Um, I haven't really been exposed to a lot of misery because, like I said before, Oldsby have got it nailed. It's absolutely spot on. But then I went into Hartshead Moor the other day and it were open. You know, you can get hot food in a fashion. You can get a Costa, all that. Right next to the Costa machine, they've got this open bread tray of buns. Oh, no way. Yep. How's that even still a yep. thing? Because I noticed with the donuts in the co-op, I, I love these donuts are called Dots. And they'd always be like sitting out, and I'd be a bit wary about the ones that were that not in the packets. Just in yeah. general, I don't like food sitting out. But they've started putting them in, in individual packets now. Mm. So I was like, super. I'm going to treat. You can pop down to Carpet Village and get a French stick. that's just sat in a sleeve in a basket by Tills. <laughs> you can't get within two meters at Tills, obviously, but you can cough all over these French sticks if you want. Was there? There. That'd be nice. I'd uh, oh. rush down for one of those. But no. those buns at the. In between the two custom machines, I said, no, that made me feel a bit icky. And um, the toilets and the services in the garage there, absolutely hanging. It looked like oh, it, it looked like they'd had like a ticker tape parade. They'd thrown toilet roll everywhere and then hosed it down. And uh, I, I, I just opened the door and I thought, you know what, I'll do. So I left it alone. Um, Oh, well, I know, um, Bob Beach had said this week he said some of the services he'd been into says the toilets were immaculate like the facilities mm-hmm. were spotless it was like being in Germany mm-hmm. the, the regime that's getting put into place and it's like well why can't it be like that all the time you know mm-hmm. the managers should pay, the, pay um, mm-hmm. for more cleaning they should employ more people
just to round off the podcast, just to finish up, I just got a ding on my phone. I got a notification from a news story. Britons continue to flout coronavirus lockdown rules by sunbathing. So this podcast won't come out until Wednesday. So I wonder, uh, would you care? Do you reckon? What do you predict? Do you reckon they're going to go further and lock people down even more? No, I don't think they are. Um... Three thousand. It says three thousand people visited Brockwell Park in South London on Saturday. Lambeth Council chose to close it. I mean, this is London. Exactly. This is, it's mainly London. Exactly. London's going to get. London's going to get cordoned off. I think London's going to get cordoned off. Pa- yeah. You get a big. You know, in the Simpsons movie, where they got a big glass dome and plonked it on top of it. Yeah. That's it's. It's going to be a different situation. To I think. Everything else. I really hope Definitely. they don't go further and tell people that they can't exercise outside. But people need to stop being so disobedient. You know, I should just, you know. Mm. That's, I mean, the, the trucking driver head offices are in Sutton, and uh-huh. I've got my auntie and my two cousins lived in there, and I can't see me being in the offices for the foreseeable future, no. going anywhere near the place. And I don't, you know, I don't want to do flights going anywhere near like Heathrow or anything like that. For a, well, I can't see it happening for a good no. while anyway. I've no desire to go to London apart from Twickenham once, twice a year, perhaps. And if they move Twickenham somewhere else, I don't like London, never have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, near da. Wonder if we get anybody who listens to the podcast in London who would disagree. There's, well, there's some rum buggers on here, you know. There's one or Tra- two. I mean, it's mainly just tra- it's mainly just traffic for me, you know. I've been in there at like ten o'clock at night on a Tuesday, and the place is rammed out with oh. traffic. Too busy, far too busy for me. I had a good night out in Catford once, Catford. twenty-five years ago. Yeah, ended up delivering for um, Leyland Paints out of Burstall, doing shop deliveries to Leyland Decorator Centres, and we're sitting on a in a like a lorry stroke coach park in Catford. Middle of summer, tail lift down, just sat and had a barbecue and watched World go by in Catford. Cause oh, that sounds that sounds absolutely wonderful, doesn't it? You know, being a man from the being a man from the Benines in big smoke with a barbecue and a girlfriend sat watching Londoners go about. Nobody bloody sleeps down there though, do they? It just went on all night. Oh, happier, happier, simpler times. Mm. Although I look back to like. Um, <laughs> like January and things. Looking back at what I was doing, where I had like a, a weekend, had a weekend trip away to Copenhagen, and then a couple of weeks later, I had a, a nice trip up to Cambridge and everything, doing like nice normal stuff. And I'm like, oh, it seems like a lifetime ago. <laughs> hey, we didn't have much, but we were happy. No, we didn't. No, we, did, we, we hey. didn't have much. No. Hey, but at least I'm trying. What time is it? I'm gonna go and make some dinner mm. and. Well, so I could, I could go back outside and do some more on the cars and polish stuff up outside because it is, the weather is not that warm here. No. Um, it's about 14 degrees, but it's better than it has been. It's windy. Uh, it was windy. That was a, the annoying thing because I was like spraying, got the G101 out, like spraying my, doing a bit in the wheels and it was like the wind was catching it. You know, G101 in the eyes is always. Beautiful. <sighs> I'll Maybe. send you a link <laughs> later on, and it's um, it's a YouTube link, and it's Tony Capstick. I don't, I don't know if you remember Tony Capstick. The man's a genius. The man nope. was a genius, and it's a monologue about back in day. You know, so we've been a bit back in day, reminiscing about CBs and this and how it were better then, and he, he then I was. I'll send you that link, and it's up to you whether you stick it on uh, on Facebook mm-hmm. page, and it's um, it's brilliant. It's Vorjak's New World Symphony, not Hovis music in background. He, he, mm-hmm. And he goes on about this. We didn't have much, but we were happy. Says, we had lots of things then that we don't have now. And it's like rickets, diphtheria, 
Hitler. It's fantastic. It'll make everybody smile all that because I keep I keep wheeling that out whenever I can, and I, I'll post it on Facebook two or three times a year, and usually it gets it, it gets. <laughs> anyway, but I'll send you a link to that. You can do with it what you will, but it's brilliant. Send you a link. That's all right. I've just noted down the stuff that we've spoken about there, so just to go all and right. run back through it, so I can go and write a po- write the post on it as well. Because I was gonna, I called the I called the podcast last week the thing about a pundit going down the wing. Aye, we yeah. We'll call this one something about something about grandmother's tramadol or something. We'll call it this week. <laughs> Be careful how you spell it. I was thinking as well because I, I still wanted to. Did, I got, I sent you, or I believe I sent you the convoy paperback no, novel. Did you? No, ever you get threatened that? to. And you, you didn't never get it. Did. But then I did. I bloody did it on Amazon. Didn't. I put your address on it. No, did you never get no, it? No, 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 no. They've charged well, me for it. I, want, I actually need to do that as well because I want to go and review the Convoy novel because it's awful and I also wanted to review somebody went and said to me the other day says you know what somebody should remake Smokey and the Bandit and I was and I tell you what else last night Smokey and the Bandit was in the telly and see the amount of people that text me to say your film's on are you in costume mm. Mm. Smokey and the Bandit is the greatest film ever ever made and ever will be made and that's a fact and everybody will agree on it. Do you think? The thing that does need remade, the thing that is terrible is Smokey and the Bandit 2 Mm -hmm. because I've been thinking about this quite a lot because I wanted to review that and I don't know how you review something on a podcast. How do you review a film? Do you think you would have to go and do it like by chapter? I just... Like go and do it by scene? No. I'm going to have to think. Smokey and the Bandit 2 does my head in because it's dreadful. (laughs) Looking back, it was such a massive missed opportunity. Job done. There you go. And it's just, Mark Kermode. The bandit. Burt Reynolds is like a horrible alcoholic in yeah. it. He's like miserable, and uh, Carrie Frog is getting back with Junior. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Alarm bells start ringing with that because in the very first opening scene, brilliant theme song, Texas Bound and Flying by mm-hmm. um, Jerry Reed, he's racing in his new GMC General truck. And it shows you all the truck racing, which is all like little day cabs. And he's out racing his truck with no crash helmet on, no seat belt or anything, with Fred in the passenger seat. Yeah. What the hell is that all about? It's a health anyway. and safety nightmare. It mm. is. Oh, yeah, I want, there's so much wrong with Smokey and the Bandit too. I, 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 it, if anything ever needed to be remade, it's that, and I would rewrite the script. Well, there often know. is plenty wrong with the sequel, isn't there? Because you can't improve on perfection. So if you have a really good first album... Second album, pressure starts, doesn't it? So it's the same thing. What's a good? What are good? What are good? What are good sequels? What's a good sequel? Would you consider? Let's have a think. What's the story, Morning Glory by Oasis? That was a good sequel. Mm. Good second album. Terminator Two. That was good. Anything with Sarah Connor in a vest will do for me. Anyway, even now, even when she's seventy-six, whatever she'll be now, I bet she still, I bet she still rocks it in a dirty vest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite excited. But also filled with fear and dread about Top Gun, because that's come. Well, it was going to come out this summer, wasn't it? Is that? I, I, that's right enough. I because Tom Cruise had posted up saying it was. Oh, it's in the can. It was getting put back. I am beyond giddy about Top Gun coming back because that's my favourite film. Never mind smoking the bandit. Top Gun was the dog's danglers. It was brilliant. <sighs> do you do you consider it to be better than Smokey and the mm. Bandit? Best film ever. You know, I, I I think it would have been improved if maybe Buford T. Justice was in it. You know, <laughs> in like a in like a pl- in like a plane that like progressively, you know, like like near the end of it, it's got no Felt wings. Bless him. Yeah. 
I, I think any film could be improved if it had Buford T. Justice in it. I say, I say, this is Ghost Rider. This is Ghost Rider requesting a flyby. Negative Ghost Rider, the Padme's <laughs> film. Me. Good work. Anyway, there's going to be very little of anything to watch for the next six months, is it? Because there won't be anything being finished. There'll be nothing being released. There'll be no premieres. So we're going to have to rely on the old ways again. On the old no. ways. No, I don't watch. I don't watch that much. I've been playing my Xbox. I completed all the story mode in Grand Theft Auto. And I've now gone to like just going about and causing like a traffic jam so loads of vehicles line up and then I go and throw a grenade in amongst it and blow up like 10 cars at a time and then I run away from the police and I did that all uh, for a couple of hours the other night without actually doing anything else and I'm like it's quite alarming really we've just discovered <laughs> television here in the village do you have channel 4 yet? Channel that used what? to be a thing in that. oh you've got channel, channel 4. 4 you can't get channel 4 and then it was channel 5 pits. Nah, Remember that? I'm not loads of for people that. couldn't get it. Yeah, we can just about get anglier if we turn aerial around that roof and get anglier TV. No, we've got a fire stick now, apparently. I don't know what that is, but we've got one, and it, it enables me to watch all kinds of old dross, which is great. What do you think a fire stick has, like, a, a packet of swan vestas? It Vistas? sounds to me like something you fight with on Star Wars. I'm not sure. But anyway, apparently we have one, and we don't have a skybox contraption. We've just got this little thing that plugs in somewhere. Kids know what to do mm. with it. And I can just speak to it. I can press a button on this remote control and ask, and it puts things on mostly. So I've been watching uh, all kinds of drivel that other people w- have watched. I found this thing called The Windsors, mm. taking the piss out of the royal family. And it's brilliant. That's not that's not actually that bad. I, I've I um, dozens and dozens of. I watched those the, I watched a series of that, and when it first came on, I, I watched the first episode, and I was like, I'm not sure if I mm. like this. And then I kind of got I kind of like got into it in spite of myself. Belting. It was quite. I was like, I'm quite, quite into this. Absolutely How many series? Are, oh, I've never seen it since the first. There's loads. Since the first. Well, there must be loads. I've been I watching watch it for nights, nights and nights. I think. My, my mother keeps my mother keeps going. You should watch this and watch that, and I don't really watch the telly very much I have got I've got two I've got the first four seasons of the Dukes of Hazard on DVD and I've not seen any of the the third or fourth no I've seen some of the third and I've got most of the fourth to watch I could go and put mm. them on because Derry Girls I'm, I'm just living or oh, Derry Girls is very oh. funny <laughs> I just got into that last night I had an hour at that before I collapsed I don't know if um <clears throat> I don't know if the Vino collapse made it more bearable or what, but I... Uh, no, as Derry Girls is genuinely yeah. good at entertaining. What's your opinion on Mrs Brown's boys? At first, I'd have cut my own eyes out. I really would. I sat and watched that and I thought, there's got to be a, you know, there's got to be an underlying joke here that I'm not getting. This can't be real. But it is. And if you just accept it for what it is, which is simple, old-school slapstick, really, it's, it's dead right. I think it's marvellous. It's very... Um... Marmite people yeah. either sort of like love it or hate it, but I think it's a bit of a fashionable thing to say, you know. Oh, I can't stand mm. it, it's absolutely dreadful. My mum really likes it, but I, I, I watch it and I'm like, it's oh, a bit nah. not that bored one way there. People seem to get really wound up on it though. The best Irish comedy ever, though, is Father Ted, Aye. without a doubt. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. There's so many quotes that you could use on that that would go right o- right over other people's it's heads. Public service broadcasting. So, this, you see, you're given lots of ideas what to do when you're uh, furloughed. Now you can go and uh, rummage about on uh, Netflix and watch Father Ted. Somebody messaged me the other day as well. Was like, please, can you explain to me like I um, uh, about all these furlough rules and things? Um, but can you explain it to me in a really basic way so I can understand it? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Work out of your bloody yeah. self. Google. 
that's the bloke you want. Well, to be fair, Barry Proctor had got a couple of posts on about it, and he was answering a lot of questions about it yeah. there. I was like, just go and read that. Yeah, I think he'd um, opened the door there, hadn't he? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, right, let's go, and I'm going to go and do a little bit more outside while it's still um, light in my driveway, adhering to all correct social distancing um, regulations and so on and so and I'm forth. I'm going to go downstairs and see if if mother has ruined my roast pork. Lovely, cool. Uh, right, what CV CV language? That's, That's a big, big ten break. Over and out. Yeah. Catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.